You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And with me this morning is Skalk Lowe, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth in the Western Cape. What a, what a lovely bounce back on Wall Street last night, Skalk. Mm, yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's quite a strange morning. I mean, we we a little bit more than half an hour into trading, trading hours, uh, and you know, you know, both local and and offshore. Well, when we say offshore, the U.S. markets had a bit of a had a bit of an up and down. And I actually just off air um, told you prior to to us starting this this podcast, I told you I, I sort of. St- we were ready to start this conversation off with uh, this is the the morning after the night before. Yes, um, SA, SA, SA Inc. stocks, you know, definitely taking a bit of a breather, and uh, we'll be looking at the, the the Nasdaq futures again, get a positive on that side. Now suddenly we were looking at at Nasdaq futures that is down, you know, close to a half a percent. Uh, the S and P five hundred futures down, you know, forty basis points, and and SA Inc. stocks are, you know. Running again, you're looking at your shop price that had a you know more than ten percent day yesterday. Again, up three percent this morning. Goodness, um, yeah, Drew is again in positive territory. And when we look at the banks, you know, we will chat about first rent um, in just a minute or two. Yeah, banks turn around. You know, this morning they were they were looking a little bit softish, but you know, APSA again forty basis points stronger. First rent reported. Um, results got a 40 basis points stronger. Uh, Standard Bank much stronger, 1.1% up, and, and Net Bank also, you know, 70 basis points stronger. So, yeah, it's, it's it's sort of more of the same, more of the same, very similar to to, to what we've seen yesterday. We'll come to that in a second. Let me just get the spot prices now because I want to ask you about what happened yesterday and what and the continuation of it today in slightly less glamorous fashion, of course. But um, yeah, that, yesterday's moves were very, very interesting indeed. But let's have a look at the, the spot prices. I've got 16.66, the dollar rand, the British pound against the rand, 21.67, and the euro rand, 19.70, with the euro dollar, 118.20, which is a slightly weaker US dollar. Last night in the United States of America, the Dow Jones bounced back very nicely indeed. Dow Jones was up 1.6% last night. S&P was up 2%, and the Nasdaq was up 2.7%. This morning in the Far East, I got the Tokyo market up 0.9%, Shanghai down 0.6%, Hang Seng down 0.4%, and the All Share in Sydney up half a percent. The gold price I've got as 1946. It's had a good couple of days, very slightly weaker from yesterday. The platinum price is up $23 an ounce to $926 an ounce, and palladium is where, please, Skulk? Palladium also, you know, a little bit stronger this morning, 90 basis points stronger, trading at $2,091. And just to add to your, your gold, gold, um, um, uh, price reading now, I mean, when we look at the gold price this morning, they actually, earlier today, um, they hit a, a, a one week high again, you know, trading yes. as high as, you know, 1950, 1951. So, yeah, I think a lot to do with, with, with the, East, the ECB's um, announcement a little bit today. There's a bit of a, let's call it a, a lukewarm feeling. It's, a, it's sort of a sweet and sour because the one side of the ECB, you know, feels that we're still sitting with a, a, a Let's call it a um, an environment where they will need some some stimulus. Um, but you know, increasingly we've we've seen in a, a part of the the, the, the decision making of the policy makers now coming out and say, well, they they actually feel that the recovery um, 
uh, you know, might be sufficient, and and a you know a further stimulus might not be needed. So, I think we'll 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 know a little bit later this morning. You know, they'll definitely guide us. Um, as it currently stands, we, we don't expect any further you know rate cuts later today. But but that definitely upped the the gold price a little bit. You know that that sort of sort of uncertainty um, definitely pushed the gold price up to as I mentioned a one week high. Hasn't helped the crude oil price because West Texas is down around about 06 percent uh, to thirty seven dollars eighty three, and Brent crude oil is down as well, not as much. It's only down 0.3% to $40.67. Okay, and just the futures markets very quickly. NASDAQ futures down 0.6% at the moment, or 66 points, and the S&P futures are down around about half a percent to 33.83. So a little bit of the enthusiasm for last night uh, dissipating, maybe because of the ECB decision, and also uh, a couple of the things that happened last night with the release of the Bob Woodward book and Mr. Trump getting taken to the cleaners by most media outlets. Uh, so people don't like that. Well, certainly investors don't like that anyway. And the real world really likes it. Okay, let's have a look at the stock exchange news service now because this morning the one that i'm going to be featuring in the show later because i'm speaking to Stephen sard is aspen's numbers what do you make of them well you know the the, the share price didn't react very well this morning we're looking at a, at a aspen share price that's currently down five percent and, and and i i must say i went through the, the numbers and and i was sort of i'm not invested so it's mm. it's it's a very sort of a very objective you know point of view but i, I thought it, it looked a little bit better you know the, the operations are clearly very stable i mean it's you know uh, let's call it an increase in, in in operations definitely in this type of environment i know it's a it's a it's a medical company um this is typically the environment you know it's called the pandemic uh, uh, this this is an environment where these type of companies you know could do well but it's a very stable result. I actually the things that 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 stood out for me. I said I, I want to you know specifically focus on their debt levels because that's something that were a little bit of a worry a year or two ago. And and you know, again, net borrowings that that's again been reduced from the school of the thirty eight billion in in June two thousand nineteen now down to just over thirty five billion. I, I thought. It's 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 good results. Um, we've been still looking at a company um, over the f- past five years that is that is now you know dropped a little bit more than fifty six percent over let's call it the five year period. So uh, they've been under extreme pressure, but, but last year great recovery. They we're looking at a company that's now from its lows you know you know up fifty seven percent. So maybe maybe this let's call it five five and a half percent drop in the market is is just sort of a a breather. Remember this is a company. That's 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 still in positive territory, eight um, percent up year to date. Uh, so maybe maybe just a maybe just a bit of a breather, you know, uh, in terms of in terms of results. Short answer, I I don't think it would it looked too bad. Okay, I'll speak to Stephen Sun at eleven fifteen today, and that podcast will be out by twelve o'clock. Okay, here we go, Sanlam. Uh, I'm doing this in order of results, uh, the, the chronological results. Anyway, Sanlam came out with their results, and the share price on my screen down around about two and a half percent. Sandam, tell me. Yeah, I mean, you can clearly see. I mean, again, results, you know, for for, for the period in at uh, 30 June, I think there was there was well enough guidance. We can see the financial side, the financial services side of Sandam uh, definitely under pressure. But that is an you know, expectable. You know, you expected. I mean, as 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 we we know, you know, that was sort of that three months after the the the. the Biggest dip in the market, so I expect the the, the financial services side, which decreased about twenty two percent over the year, I would say that 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 
that should look a little bit better. Life insurance side, you know, the volumes were in line with 2019. So that, um, I think, was, was, was pretty good. Um, I think what's what's worrying the, the, the investors is, is the fact that they said, well, although we've seen, you know, a, a nice, let's call it a stable stable life insurance um, environment in terms of volumes, they, they do expect, uh, you know, growth in new business growth in new business volumes um, to, to, to reduce, you know, towards the, the, the end of the year. So I think that's maybe a little bit worrying. Uh, again, not a, not a, not, not bad results. I think um, uh, well, well enough guided, you know, earlier. So yeah, I think the share price also just sort of a, sort of the after effect, you know, we're looking at a share price that's currently down very close to 2% uh, for the for today. What about first round? First round came out with their numbers as well. Another financial services giant. It says here, the COVID-19 pandemic is a once-in-a-generation event and has a, has had a profound impact on the world. In South Africa, it resulted in the deepest GDP contraction since the Second World War, and so it goes on. It says, first round's performance for the year to the 30th of June reflects the depth of the crisis. However, mm. and this is a good however, the group believes that the actions it has taken to strengthen and protect its balance sheet, combined with the structure of its portfolio and its chosen strategies, will ensure return on equity and earnings recovery once the current stress scenario normalises. Yeah, okay. Well, it's a lot of fluff, of course, but it's well put. What were the results like? Because we did get a trading wow. update, of course, last week. You know, that brings us back to our conversation last night where we talked about, um, you know, SA banks and, and, and how extremely well, you know, I, I want to I emphasize you know, this on, on how extremely well, you know, our South African banks are, are managing the risks on, on the books. We've seen this in, the, in, the, in that period, let's call it 2008 to 2010, you know, when most banks, you know, We've seen Lehman Brothers fell over. You know, we saw a lot of banks coming and immense pressure. And I think we were commended afterwards saying that, you know, from a banking structure, that Africa's banks are extremely well and, and well managed. And we've seen this again in, in, in FMB. You know, uh, they, they, they took all, at all the stops. Yes, they, they again, um, in, in line with all banks, did not um, uh, report a, a second half, you know, dividend. We know that's, that's, that's to strengthen the balance sheet. Um, I think a very important point is, is, is the impairments. I mean, that's just crazy when you look at this. You know, when you look at the, the credit provision increase, I mean, last year, in 2019, they, 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 they were looking at credit provisions of about, it's called five, 5 billion, just over, well, just shy of 5.1 billion. That pushed that up to 15.2 billion. Um, so, you know, when you look at these companies, total impairment charges went up from, from 10.5 billion last year, um, in 2019, um, to, to 24.4 billion, you know, total impairment charges. So, again, I, I want to reiterate, so, so the results, we're not going to go too deeply into into the, let's call it the decline in, in, in the, in the um, normalized headline earnings per shares because that was expected. Yes. I, I like the fact that uh, when we look at the, the – the, um, remember yesterday we were chatting about Standard Bank's uh, net asset value. Uh, we chatted about NetBank, APSA, you know, these banks that's currently trading below book, book values. And it was quite you – know, I was quite impressed with the first round to see, again, they also increased their net asset value per share to 24 rand 53. That's that's up from, from last year's 23 rand you know, 11. And that brings – basically bring the price to book to, to run about, let's call it 1.6 to 1.7. Seven times, which is, is is a little bit higher. Well, 
it's it's about double the the the, the levels that we're seeing on on some of the other banks. But you know, remember historically, yeah, first rent has been trading at at quite a quite a premium in terms of price to book levels compared to the other banks. Extremely well managed bank, um, and 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 still you know well below they 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 let's call it ten year average price to book level. So. Uh, I would I would put first rent definitely next to all the other banks, or more specifically, my my first choice would still be you know Standard Bank at current levels. But first rent, oh man, I must say it's uh, it's looking very very attractive at current levels. Market liked it. Market um, uh, currently pushing the share price up another one point one percent after a great movement yesterday. So yes, yeah, I, I must admit, um, uh, very impressed and, and and definitely one of these companies that that that, that I would be be putting on my radar for for you know, buying these recovery environment. Let's have a look back at yesterday's moves because they were fairly spectacular. I mean, you know, double-digit moves on a few of the SA Inc. stocks and others even 5 6 7% higher. That, to me, smacks of a big order from overseas because you'll get a call from your overseas client and the, the person will say, okay, buy First Rand, uh, buy Trueworths, buy mm. this. And because it's a small part of their portfolio, I mean, they're not, they're not completely cavalier about the way that they buy and what prices they get, but they, they're not going to worry too much about it like a local investor would. They're, they're, a local investor will finesse the deal, if you like. I think that it was just a, a, a huge, big basket, and they were just told to buy whoever, whoever was lucky enough to get the order. And that's following on today. Am I wrong, or is is that the case when you see the moves like you saw yesterday? Um, Lindsay, yes, um, we had, we had a discussion this morning. I, I think you know we had a wonderful day yesterday, and, and I don't want to disregard any movements that we've seen yesterday. But we should just remember that that, that the movement that we've seen um, yesterday was was done on about let's call it about eighteen billion value, you know, traded. So, so it wasn't a massive day. So, 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 but I think, you know, there's two things on yesterday's movements. The, the one thing was the, the, the movement itself and secondly, the intent. You can clearly see the intent. You can see the intent, you know, that, that they are more than happy, you know, to, to push, push prices higher. Let's take first round, for example. First round mm. yesterday, and we're talking about yesterday's movements. You know, first round yesterday, you know, they, they, they were actually pushed up, uh, saw an increase, but Seven and a half percent yesterday. That's after the previous days, over five percent. And again, we're looking at a share price that is that is up, you know, now close to two percent. So yes, I do think that this is a a larger buyer. I mean, you can see in the rands movement, the rands you know strengthening. It this definitely shows us that there is some some foreign you know interest currently in in these companies. And right. Yeah, let, let's hope. Let's hope this is the start of something. Like I said, this is intent. You know, there's the fact that they they happy to push these type of shares, you know, up in three days' time, you know, over, let's call it close to 15%. And it just shows us, I, I think, the value territory that we currently find, you know, at some of these companies, you know, in. So, very happy. I, I'm, I'm not too worried about the the, the, the the movement itself because it was done with a fairly low volume. Um but I think it's it's more. You know, I'm very happy to 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 see where we're going. Well, let's see if that was just the tip of the iceberg. You know, there's iceberg orders, and the first part uh, comes into the market, and then it goes quiet, and then the, the rest of it is below the surface. Let's hope there's some more orders coming in. Let's have a look at the moves on my screen. 15 minutes delayed, as I always remind you. Car track up 95%. Shoprite up 3.3%. Transaction capital up 2.7%. PSG 
up 1.8%. Your company doing well there this morning, uh, Scott, so congratulations. Merry Christmas. Aspen uh, down 5.5%. Anglo-American Platinum down 3 and 3 quarters. Old Mutual down 2.5%. Impala Platinum down 2.4%. And Sanlam down 2.1%. What are the indexes looking like this morning, Skunk? So, so just um, on your PSG comment, I think uh, yes. my reason for PSG's movement, you know, this morning is 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 uh, the shelling and, and Zeta. Zeta currently up, you know, fourteen percent. Um So, so yes, yeah, and that is one of PSG's holdings. So that is uh, the main reason why why, why PSG is, is is looking as strong as it does. Because, well done. Thanks to Zeta. But looking, you know, at the at the at the market currently this morning, we we've been looking at a market that is that is flattish. Um, no no movement really. Currently still trading at thirty five thousand two hundred points. Uh, we're looking at a resource index that is a little bit softer, about one point one percent lower. The industrial index a half a percent stronger, and the financial index again the leading um, index you know, or sector on the JSE currently up sixty five basis points. Very good. And the uh, value traded, I mean, it's too early to tell what's going to be the value traded by the end of the day, which is the all important number. But Mm -hmm. what's the activity like? Is it also fairly subdued like yesterday? Well, definitely some some volatility. I mean, as I mentioned, we we started off this day, and um, you know most of these companies were in the red, and and we're increasingly looking at a, at a market now, literally just as we speak, now going into the green, going to positive territory. So, you know, we've seen a market that's been been negative earlier this morning, um, you know, and the banks now moving. Remember when I when I when I when I literally about two minutes ago we were talking about you know some of these banks trading around about 50 basis points and seventy basis point at one percent. Up, NetBank now up two and a half percent. Standard Bank up two point three percent. So, clearly, clearly, as you mentioned earlier, that 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 uh, that that buyer just uh, literally stepped, stepped into the market. Interesting to note, it's uh, around about ten o'clock. Ah. Um, so, yeah, the London so, influence. So that's, Oh boy! So there you got it. So there's there's some of your answers. I think um, it, it does seem like this is a this is a foreign foreign buyer. So let's let's hope it uh, it continues. Let's hope it continues. Skalklo, thank you very much for your uh, contributions this week. Skalklo is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth in the Western Cape, and he'll be back with us next Wednesday. That was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors, and do not reflect the policy position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.